Hello gamers, my name is Chris and welcome to the first ever Horton Brothers Grimm video game podcast. We really appreciate you checking us out for our first episode and joining me is my in real life brothers, oh yes, in real life, Scott. Hey, what's up? And Zach. Yeah, that's me. Yes, these are my two brothers. We have known each other for, I've been alive for 38 years. So that gives me 38 years of knowing Scott and 37 years of knowing Zach. Holy crap. That's a long time. (laughs) So Maybe. (laughs) I'm only 21. He's only 21, ladies. Every year. He does have children and a wife, sorry. (laughs) Um, He's not available. Well, I'm just kidding. (laughs) (laughs) so the purpose of our good old podcast here is we're going to be talking about some video games from the past the present and the future so what's going to be cool about it is when we talk about a game from the past it's going to be stuff that we've played together when we were kids so we're going to be reminiscing we're going to talk about some fun facts about that the game of the week which this week we're talking about super mario 3 which is awesome and it's going to be so fun, guys, and we're going to talk about a game from the present that we like to play. We're going to get, talk about a game from the future that we are looking forward to playing and give you our opinions and just basic smart aleck comments about each thing. Sounds great. That's that's what I like. <laughs> oh, yeah, no doubt. And, guys, just to let you know, you can check me out on YouTube at uh, my channel, Bang Bang Potato. I go by Tonic over there, but you can call me Chris here on this podcast. Scott, can you tell the good folks where you can be found out there on the internets? Uh, my screen name is Death Dealer. I am found on the YouTube channel, The Games of Death. Come on over and check it out. Oh, it's a great deal of fun. I've been telling you right now, guys, go check him out. And, uh, of course, Zach, where, do you, where can we find you out there, bro? Well, on YouTube, I'm on Genova Destro. Make sure you put a space in between those two names. And then on Twitter, it should be... I can't even remember. I'll figure it out later. <laughs> Tell you later. <laughs> Old it's somewhere out it's there. It's like at Genova Destro, I think. Because um, for some reason, um, my bookmarks don't want to work today. So it's, it's really upsetting. Well, while he is consoling himself, guys, I will tell you more about how you can help us grow this podcast if you will check us out on itunes leave us a five-star review it would be so helpful for us if you're enjoying what you're hearing and of course they're going to require you to leave a comment but guess what that comment doesn't matter you can put anything you want to in there you can put a flipping us the bird emoji you can put in a mario is my lover emoji you can put anything i don't even know if there's a mario is my lover emoji if you, if you can refrain from using emojis I'll be down with that. <laughs> Type in, I refrain from emojis, and that would be perfect. Just make sure you put the five stars and help us grow this podcast. Race up the charts where all of you good folks out there in video game land can hear us every two weeks. Does that win? It's going to be great. Because that's how often I get out of bed, two weeks, every two weeks. <laughs> he will wake up and check your comments every two weeks, guys, so just be sure and leave them we would appreciate it so much all right well today today guys we're going to be talking about the first game which i told you earlier was super mario brothers 3 now this game probably defined in my opinion our childhood in a way because we played this game 
tenaciously. I'm gonna say tenaciously. And we stayed up late nights. We we fought over the controller to see whose turn it was. All kinds of fun stuff. So Scott, what was your first memory of playing Super Mario Brothers three back in the day? Uh, Super Mario Brothers three was um, actually it was one of my favorite. One it was one of my favorite games in that Mar in the Mario Brothers series because I mean there was just so much about it. I mean you had uh, the my first impression of the game. I'm playing along and then all of a sudden you hit this block and a leaf pops out. Well, I'm thinking, what the crap is this? So you get the leaf and then Mario grows ears and a tail. I mean, how crazy is that, right? <laughs> Must have been one of the magic leaves. I'm, I'm saying. I'm saying. So, you know, I thought that was that was pretty neat. And then on top of that, because he had the ears and the tail, if you ran real fast and then hit the jump button, he would fly if you kept hitting it. That's never been a, that was never a thing in Mario. You couldn't fly in any of them before that, I don't think. But so that was that was pretty cool. I, I it got pretty that close aspect. with the princess, I guess, in Mario Two. She yeah, because she could crouch, she, she jump, could, and and glide yeah. a little there, and then Luigi thought yeah. he was running in the air, so I don't know what was up with that. So. <laughs> I think Mario got jealous, and he's like, "You know what? I can't wear a dress, but I can wear a tail, and I will fly, princess. Watch this, watch this girl." And I always wondered if, since Mario had the ears, he they never gave him his ears any ability when he had the freaking tail. He had ears, like bigger ears. Could he actually hear better? Could he hear the Goombas coming a little faster? Well, the crazy know? thing is he ended up with four ears because he still had the human ears plus the yeah. two raccoon ears that came out of his hat. <laughs> what was the... I don't have I don't no clue. It, it's a mutant thing, I guess. I don't... Yeah, I, I mean, It's because he went not, through not... the sewer pipes. I mean, he passed the Ninja Turtles on the way through. <laughs> not only that, run through some not mutagen. only could he... Not only did he have ears and a tail with the leaf, if you you were if you were lucky and you got in one of those mushroom houses, and you 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 pick the box or whatever, and it gives you a, a raccoon suit. Well, then you're 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 completely dressed in a raccoon suit. Mario was a plushie for some reason or another. I didn't get. that. I think they called them. Uh, what are the, what do they call those weird people that like the uh, furries? furries? That's it. Yeah, furries. yeah, he was a furry. So Mario was a he's furry. A furry. Um, you know, actually, point. Mario started the uh, onesie trend that everybody likes. Yeah, because he had the frog go... suit as well in the same game. You can go yeah. to Walmart and get you a suit. Like, you can dress up like a Ninja Turtle or Chewbacca or whatever. Now it's all onesies. It's for adults. So Mario kind of set the trend way back in the eight, in the late 80s, you know. It's kind of crazy. Why not, right? Why not, why not? Mario was probably wondering, why don't why doesn't anybody think this is cool but me? He needs to come into the future now. I bet Mario's happy. He does now. like uh, mushrooms, so who knows? Maybe, maybe that's, that's why he thought stuff was cool. That's that's true. That's very true. You know, you never know what those mushrooms were doing to his brain at the time. <laughs> exactly. You know, tell what he was thinking. I bet he would shrink himself for, uh, on purpose when he had the raccoon tail to reduce to reduce his uh, Q-tip budget. <laughs> It's like, don't be, I can't be clean in four years, man. Come here, Goomba. <laughs> bite, bite me on the ankle. So, you know, you know, the cool thing about, another cool thing about Mario 3 was that, you know, you could find the little secrets. You know, they had, right off the bat, in the first world, the first three levels, and no, the first five levels counting the castle, you could get two warp whistles. Actually, you could get three. In the game. The third whistle, if I remember correctly, uh, I know there was a, um, a, a ship that could appear if you did level, I think it was four, the one that moved 
if you did it correctly, if you get all the coins, you get a ship that can give you a third whistle. Oh, yeah, that was the that, that was the treasure ship, right? The one that had all the coins right. and stuff on it? Yeah. Because you had to get all the coins on level four. Right. On the first world to unlock the ship, right? Okay, never mind. Let's see. Uh, it might have been world two. I'm not sure. Was it world two? Let's okay. see. We'll have to look that one up. We'll see. Actually, I just found a YouTube video. Let me play it. Super Mario Bros. 3, the third magic whistle. It's in the sand, the desert. Make sure you have the hammer you got from beating one of the boomerang bros. Yeah, you hit that block. That's Oh, that's yeah, you bust is. a rock in yeah. the top right. Yeah. Yep, that was it. And then you could actually take yourself all the way to World 8 and skip everything good. Because World 8 was a fucking nightmare. It definitely it was. was. Holy crap, dude. That last, uh, the last tank or ship, the last airship that you had to run across, dude. That was brutal. And that was just at the first time. That's before you even got to the freaking levels. I know, right? Because you had all that uh, that armada or whatever the hell it was in the beginning. And then you had to go mm-hmm. through all that. And then you had to go through worlds or, or stages. Yep. Yeah. So that was a pain was in brutal. the butt. It was brutal. I remember us sitting in the living room, passing the controller around. And, and like as soon as like one of us would get done, getting killed, would, would storm off outside and probably chop down a tree or there something. There was no storming off outside. Out, you know. the, the controller got thrown. Let's just say, let's just say <laughs> tell the truth. Uh, well, yes. yes. Well, yeah, we, been, did, we did throw the controller. I'm, I'm sure times. Nintendo made some money off of people like us. It's just rageaholics. <laughs> oh, they knew Dude. what they were doing. They knew those, what they were doing. Hey, play those this airships, game. Those airships and tanks, yeah, they, were, they were definite rage fests waiting to happen. Absolutely, yeah, I'm surprised. You know, I actually I can't remember us breaking too many controllers. Though. That's how I think how tough those NES controllers were. Yeah, they uh, were pretty hard to kill. Yeah, I mean I know, they're man. still pretty tough. They were, they had some thick plastic on them. Uh, then you you can't really say that much for the Super Nintendo controllers. They were made out of a little little more cheaper things. But those regular Nintendo ones, they were uh, beastly. They definitely took a beating. Oh yeah, they, it was insane. I remember. Uh, well, we used to use that. I think we had the NES Advantage too that we would use on it. Right. Well, I right, never used did. it for that game. We we had a game called Gyrus that we played. So that one we used for sure, and maybe Gradius. I think was my main two. Oh, and Ninja Turtles the arcade game. <laughs> so yeah, no Super Mario Bros. Three. I just you know it definitely made an impact on me as far as what kind of games what games could do you know because you know nintendo actually put an extra chip into that game cartridge to make it the have like the display on the bottom and things like that they actually used the chip inside the game to make it more powerful so it was one of the first games on nintendo that really just had eye-catching graphics and really popped you know had great music just it was just beautiful it was a beautiful game even it's, it's still beautiful even now you know yeah, I think I played it uh, earlier today. To be quite honest, I was I was playing with the uh, SNES Classic. Um, the um, you know you can put your you know games in there, whatever. And I played the Super Mario All Stars <laughs> and uh, played it for a minute. So in Super Mario All Stars, they actually improved the graphics because it was on the Super Nintendo. They actually improved the graphics even a, a little bit better, colors and things like that. 
Yeah, and they upgraded the uh, to sixteen bit sounds too. It's like the music was a little uh, more crisp and a lot clearer. So yeah, they did a lot of Super Mario Three with it when they upgraded it on the the Super Mario All Stars. It was pretty wild. Now, of course, you know I knew we was gonna be talking about Super Mario Brothers Three today, so you know I went looking around on the internet to find some interesting facts about Super Mario 3. So you, I found one cool website I've, I've shared with you guys as uh, you should have it pulled up. It is uh, called ScreenRant.com and the article was written by uh, Dylan Dimbrow on February 22nd, 2017. So this credit is to him. Dylan, thank you for writing this article. Uh, I thought we could just go over a few of these cool facts about the game because some of the stuff I didn't even know. But... Uh, like number 15, I did know this, that the whole game is a stage play. So like, you know, in Mario 1, it was like Mario goes to save the Mushroom Kingdom. And Mario 2, spoiler alert people if you've never beat Mario 2, but sorry, it's too late for you now. Uh, it was a Mario dream at the end. It was Mario's dream when he beat the game. So Mario's asleep in the bed, you know, yeah, dreaming about that game. It's Bob Newhart all over again, right? Oh, yes. Sorry, guys. You got spoiled. Uh, <laughs> but it is... Uh, in Mario 3, it's actually a stage play. Uh, Mario and Luigi acting out their adventures in the Mushroom Kingdom. Yeah, I mean, there's a, there's very, there's a, there's a lot of clues in that, or in the game, that kind of tell you. I mean, if you look, like the way the shadows fall on the blocks you jump on and stuff is secured with bolts and, and whatever else, you know, look on the... On the platforms yeah it kind of looks like it might be i mean i didn't i didn't know that until i actually read this website i'll be honest but now at the beginning you know looking back the whole opening with the, the opening credits with the 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 curtain going up and uh, you know all that stuff it kind of i don't know it kind of just pops out at you after you think about it yeah it does it really does i read um i forget probably it had to have been 10 years ago or maybe a little less than that, but I read on a forum somewhere in a theories, people had game theories, you know, mm-hmm. and they were talking about how Super Mario Brothers 3 was actually a play. And actually in 2015, it talks about this website here that Shigeru Miyamoto, Miyamoto, I just butchered that name. <laughs> he confirmed that the entire game was a performance. He actually confirmed that fact, which was pretty cool. Right. That he actually came out and said, "Hey, that's definitely the theory." Yeah, I guarantee you won't be able to get him to do that for a Zelda game, but he, he confirmed <laughs> that for Mario. So, uh, so Zach, do you see anything on the on this website that you thought was interesting on this article? Well, you can go and look at where, like the ghosts, where, uh, based off of uh, one of the developers' wives, um, you know, like she was shy or whatever. And then one day she uh, yelled at her husband, uh, Tezuka, uh, Takashi Tezuka. So that I mean that was interesting to me. <laughs> so are you trying? Is your wife listening to this? Are you trying to tell her something? There? <laughs> no, no, not. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes, Zach's wife. If you're listening to this, just disregard that whole comment. That, that's all somebody else. <laughs> This is just a dream. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, that that was a pretty cool fact about that. They actually, it's it's fun to see 
the inside, the behind the scenes type type of things like that. Like they created a an uh what can I what's it, what's the uh what's the word I'm looking for? Oh my god! What are you trying to do? Uh, the word that it's like a boo. Like you see a boo, you know that's Mario. You know it. Right. You see it. What am I? What's my word? I don't know. Uh, Icon. Oh well. Iconic. Yes. There we go. Zach with the save. Uh, That's what I do. Boo is an iconic character in a Mario games now. Like you do not play Mario games without boos, right? And the 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 boos were actually introduced in Super Mario's three. That's where they first appeared. Yeah, that was their first appearance, and ever since they've been in everything. Yeah, yeah, and Mario three was the fifth game in the series instead of the third. Just letting you know that. There was a couple of Japanese games, Super Mario's that that oh, never yeah. made it, like the special. Of course, we're talking. Of course, yeah, we're talking about Super Mario Three American. <laughs> you, uh, it was called Super Mario, Super Mario Brothers Two America. It was actually called Super Mario Brothers Two USA in Japan when they released it over there. Yeah, and they had what Doki Doki Panic Two. So. Yeah, Doki Doki Panic Two was that. But uh, yeah, but uh, it's pretty cool that somebody's wife who gave him a hard time about working too much. <laughs> yeah, well, turned into a, one of the most iconic video game characters you'll see. I mean, it's you see a boo, boom, it's Mario. You know it. And now you know. It's Scott, what about you? Somebody's wife. So yeah, now we know. <laughs> if you see a boo, you're probably going to think about your wife nagging at you or something. Yeah, because that's what they did. I mean, what? <laughs> uh, what? You didn't hear anything. Nobody said that. I have no clue. <laughs> Oh my gosh! Uh, one of the things I thought was pretty cool was the uh, like it's number eight on the list. Is the Koopalings were based on the programmers? They um, they based each one of the little Koopa, you know, each one of the ships you had to go on. Each one of the main bosses for the ships were all based on some of the programmers of the game. And then that was in Japan. Now, when it came to America, the uh, American adaptation actually named them after. Uh, classic, or they named them after rock singers. I don't know that it was classic rock singers, but they were named after rock rock music legends or whatever. Uh, in the J- Japanese version, they didn't have names. They just they were just there. I think I don't. They were just the kids. Now I did. There was another website. Unfortunately, on this one, they didn't list the names of the one they listed in America. Let's see if I can mm. find it. It was uh, yeah. Here we go. So they named the seven Koopa kids after seven famous musicians. Uh, Lemmy Kilmeister, Ludwig van Beethoven, oh, von Be- Beethoven, I'm sorry, Beethoven, Roy Orbison, Wendy O. Williams, I don't know who this, that person is, Icky Pop, Larry yeah. Mullen Jr., and Morton Downey Jr. So, And see, I didn't know Morton Downey Jr. was a musician. I knew I he was... I thought he was a famous stand-up comedian. Yeah, he was like a comedian talk show host type of dude. He must have done something musical. Yeah, it must have been. So I did think I thought that was weird too because I mentioned that to my wife. I said uh, I was reading some of this stuff to her, and I said Morton Downey Jr. She was like, he was like a talk show host or something. Like he smoked cigarettes. He was real loud. Yep. So she's like, she didn't even know that. So my wife knows a lot of that kind of little trivia, but she did not know that. It was pretty crazy, but it's it's. Uh, but I think they, yeah, they based the designs of the Koopalings off seven of the developers, right? Of the game, the design of them, yeah. 
Yeah. And then they, America was like, hey, we need some cool names. We got to be able to sell some toys later, guys. Come That's on. right. Come on. <laughs> it's like, come on, Japan, help us out here, bro. Capitalism at its finest, still. No so doubt. We got amiibos we got to make in 20 years, guys. 20 amiibos. <laughs> <laughs> Dang. Let me tell you something about amiibo, but that's another day. <laughs> yeah, that's another day. And then I thought one of the cool things on there was uh, the, the Centaur Mario. Had they um, introduced, you know, they got the P-Wing, the Hammer Brothers suit, and the Frog suit. Yeah, but they never came came about there. And then they had they actually had a centaur mario they was gonna have like uh mythical beasts uh suits for mario so he was gonna have a centaur and he was gonna have some other ones but the only one they kept was the tanuki suit which is a mythical power a mythical creature in japanese folklore which is the raccoon right right mm-hmm. yeah which i thought that was pretty cool i mean i i think they should bring that back they should like put that in one of the next mario games or something like, he could be a centaur. Maybe make a Skyrim Mario type of game, oh. you know? That would be so sick. An open-world Mario game. I don't know. Open-world <laughs> open Mario game where he gets centaur powers. Maybe maybe he could run into Sonic out there and punch him in the throat. I don't know. Maybe <laughs> he could. He could get Sonic powers. Could be. And run real fast. Could be a dark day for Sonic and Mario to kill each other or something. I would love it. Nintendo. So take the centaur suit and make a rated M Mario game. Let's do oh that. no, I love it. <laughs> He's getting too Mario's getting too far into this furry thing. Okay, <laughs> he might end up being you know he, he might end up getting into the brony community. So might not have Pony Mario. Come on, guys, this is gold. Start making the amiibos. Let's go, centaur Mario, Pony Mario. <laughs> Did you guys see anything else in that article you thought was worth mentioning? Um, not really. No. Nah. But guys, check that out. Though. Go to ScreenRant.com and uh, just look up Super Mario Brother 3 Trivia if you want to check out that article. And we appreciate those fine folks over there for allowing us to use it on this podcast without their permission. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> You're welcome, by the way. I'm just kidding. But, you know, we did We did actually, you know, we, we did credit them. We didn't try to claim their work, so... No, I put all that time in. <laughs> I read some of these sentences in here. I would never claim this. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, Dylan. Go back to school, bro. No, I'm kidding. I'm joking, <laughs> Dylan. Don't don't sue me. <laughs> <laughs> so Super Mario Bros. 3, in a summation, if you will, was a pretty big deal for us when we were kids. You know, it was... We hadn't didn't ha- we didn't have our Nintendo very long before Super Mario Bros. Three came out. Uh, I think we only had it for about a year and a half. I don't I don't know. We had that day for two a while. Because Super Mario Bros. Three came out in eighty nine. Um, you sure I thought it was ninety because of the ROM shortage? Was it the nineties? Yeah. Yeah, no, they did have uh, they did have that ROM chip shortage that kind of delayed the release. It was. Um, they had a big pro- they had a big problem with games uh, right around that time because of the ROMs, and then they were developing uh, Super Nintendo stuff as well. And I think what ninety yeah. three Super Nintendo came out, so there was like a lot of NES games that uh, nobody actually purchased and actually ended up in like landfills and stuff. It's pretty weird, right? That's why there's so there's some collectible like Kirby and stuff like that. It's really crazy. Well, yeah. 
Mario 3 was released in the 90s. I think we got our Nintendo in what, like 88? Um, I think it was a lot earlier than that. 80, 87, I think. Right when we, we didn't moved. move to Mississippi until 87. Yeah, that's and what I'm saying. And then we didn't get the Nintendo until we moved into the house Are you sure? in town, remember? We, yeah. Okay, yeah. So it, was, it had to have been like, I think it was Christmas 88 when we got our Nintendo. Well, yeah, that sounds about right. So a couple of years, yeah. And I know we played, we played Super Mario like crazy, so. Oh, no doubt. True. I mean, when Super, Super Mario Bros. 3 came out, that's, that's hype machine, man. That was hyped. That was in that movie, The Wizard. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, which was just a ninety-minute commercial from uh, considered. It's considered a ninety-minute commercial by lots of people out there. <laughs> the, yeah. the movie, The Wizards, a ninety-minute commercial. <laughs> That's what yeah, pretty much. I mean, it was all Nintendo. <laughs> you got the power glove. You got yeah, the. That's true. The Nintendo World Championships. They're talking about that the whole time. It's, I actually enjoyed that movie. By the way, it, it gets was, a bad rap. Out it there. was a good movie, actually. So check it out if you haven't seen it. Um, some of you uh, younger, younger crowd. Yeah, The Wizard. Check it out. It's, it's definitely worth watching if you're a, if you're a gamer. Yep. <clears throat> it had a lot. Super Mario Brothers three was a big reason that movie did well because people wanted to see a you know sneak peek of the game. And Mario definitely markets with the best of them, as we know. Guys, it's time for a break, but um, we'll be right back to uh, talk about uh, the present day game and what we're actually going to do there. We're going to compare. A little bit of Fortnite and PUBG, because those are two of the big things happening right now. I think Fortnite is is one of the fastest growing games out there. Uh, I read somewhere the other day that they've, they're up to like 45 million players right now. Um, so we're going to talk about that when we come back, so uh, stick around. What's up gamers? Chris here. Do you like to pay what you want for bundles of games while also supporting charity? I thought you might. At Humble Bundle, you pay what you want for great content and support charity. Plus, when you use our partner link, you'll be supporting this podcast too. Use our Humble link, tiny.cc slash Horton Grimm. When you make your purchase to get great games, support awesome charities, and support this podcast. Remember, use our Humble link, tiny.cc slash Horton Grimm to support this podcast. Now back to the show all right guys welcome back to the show and i hope you enjoyed that little commercial uh in this segment of our podcast we're going to be talking about present day games and uh, of course the specific games we're talking about today is PUBG and fortnite and we're going to do a little compare a comparison of each game and Scott, you had uh, sent me a list of stuff that you had against both games. Yeah, they're they're complaints. Lots of complaints, complaints from this guy. Well, yeah, some some complaints. Yeah, Scott, you got, you got some scorn. Do you have a little scorn? I do. I do. I have. I have a list of issues that I am calling Scott's scorn. And to start off, I'm going to talk about Fortnite. I got just got a few things here that I. I, I, that really kind of irritate me. So Alt F4. the first thing, Alt F four really ends ends all the irritation. <laughs> okay, I got you. I understand. So anyway, point number one: building walls. What the hell's up with that? 
If I want to build stuff, I'd be playing Minecraft. I understand the PvE game mode is all about building a base and making sure the zombie horde doesn't kill you, but why put the building in PvP? What's up? That just complicates matters when it comes to strategy and killing the other guy. The, I mean, really. The zombies got guns now. Fuck. Zombie, but, but not in PvP. There are no zombies in PvP. There's all kinds of zombies. You don't see those other people running around with guns and fucking rabbit suits? Wait a second. Wait a second. I saw chicken suits. I don't see no zombies. There's a, there's a, I don't know. There's a, what, a dinosaur, like a dragon. Um, I don't know. Everybody looks like a zombie to me because I'm going to shoot them in the head. Just saying. But that still doesn't explain why you got to build a ramp into the sky. Um, you're going to get the height advantage. You know? Get the height advantage, jump down, shoot somebody in the face. Those type of things. I mean, they they kind of remedied that with the port of fort now. You get this. Well, that's item, true. That's so. true. They did they did introduce the port of fort, but uh, we'll get to the good stuff in a minute. All right. So, the second thing is weapon damage. Now, in my opinion, weapon damage is not as high as it should be in a game that gives the player energy shields to protect themselves with. I mean, I should be able to land a couple of shots with a rifle and make somebody fall down. Not in Fortnite. This game, it takes five or six shots to kill somebody. What the hell? You gotta shoot them in the face. Even if you shoot them in the face. If they got a shield. I've got a good video to to, for you to watch. It's called Shopping Spree. Do you want to see that? Shoot right in the uh, face. Send me the link. I'll, oh, yeah. I'll, I'll check it out. Let me, let me get you that. Sounds like a personal problem to me. Yeah, it, it <laughs> does. It just sounds like he's not aiming. And yeah, that's possible. I... I I can't, I can't, I can't argue against that. You're probably right, but that's neither here nor there. Maybe that's why his wife's always complaining about how much urine she has to clean up around the toilet. Jeez. Oh, yes. Yeah, so now we're gonna go there. Okay. Listen. <laughs> okay. Listen. Yes, I understand. No I'm the oldest, but there's damn. no reason on, I dude. should put the seat down. Okay. <laughs> Learn to put it down yourself. Your arm works. For fuck's sake. Jeez, I took all the effort that's... in lifting it up. Yeah, that, that's true. That's true. Come on. I don't tell you to lift it up when you get done sitting on it. <laughs> okay, so the the third and final thing that just bugs the shit out of me is boogie bombs, alright? Why in the hell would boogie bombs be a thing? I get it's a crowd control weapon, but come on. Some astronaut throws a freaking grenade at me and I start to dance the freaking mambo. Then I get shot in the head and die. I don't like to dance. Why would I want to watch my character be forced to dance? If I wanted to dance, I'd be playing Dance Dance Revolution, for goodness sake. I mean, come on. I, I hate the fucking boogie bomb. Oh my See, god, you guys agree on something. We what? can agree on that. That is awesome. We found something to agree One thing about. that is the, the worst about boogie bombs is I can throw it and hit somebody right in their crotch with it, okay? And <laughs> nothing happens. But they can throw it three miles in front of me and I'm dancing like an idiot. <laughs> I don't, I don't know, man. I don't I get hate it. those stupid things. And then man. I get so pissed off because it could be like the end of the game. And then they'll mm. have like three boogie bombs. I'm like, where are these people getting loot? <laughs> I know it it's crazy. No dude. sense. I mean, the freaking boogie bomb is a rage inducing thing if I ever saw one. Yep. Would, if I didn't it, love it, my it, keyboard and mouse so much, I would uh, break them during boogie bombs. So. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And what's worse is if your teammate throws it and hits you too. Oh God, yes. Oh. Especially a random. That happened to us. You can't scream. That at. happened to us one night. Remember, one of the guys we were playing with, he threw the oh, freaking boogie bomb purpose. and hit. Oh, did he do it on purpose? Yeah, because uh, he's ridiculous like that. Shithead. 
Yeah. Okay, so those are my three uh, three issues with Fortnite. Now on to PUBG, all right? And here we go. Now, yes, let here me, we go. Let me get the soapbox for you, sir. <laughs> okay, see, the first thing, first thing in PUBG is hard to spot enemies, all right? Enemies in this game are very hard to spot. World's full of hidey holes and debris, so it makes it hard for me to spot where people are shooting me from. Now, I hate not being able to locate my would-be murderer to retaliate against them. Well, that's the whole point of him being a murderer. Okay. Yeah, I you get that, but still. being murdered. The problem is, turn your graphics down. Turn the graphics turn, down? Turn your uh, render distance down, okay? And then the grass doesn't render, and then you can see the idiot that's laying there on the ground. You just shoot him right in the face. Oh, well, see, there you, you've, helped, you've helped to show me a way to remedy but that But the thing problem. is... Me playing, and anybody that's watched my streams of PUBG, I don't play like a little sissy pussy like that. That's that's for those people who want to play the game like a sissy. All right, you want to play the game like a sissy? Turn your graphics down. You want to bitch and complain like Scott here? Just Alt F4. Mm. Yeah, I hear you. I hear you. No. Alt F4. You know how I solved that? I solved that. I uninstalled the game myself. That's what I did. <laughs> like, bye. All I can tell you is, um, keep your eyes open. Look around. That's all you got to do. Should you should be able to should be able to spot enemies. Uh, listen for the gunfire. Okay, like if you turn your head in the game and you hear the bullet, that is the direction it's coming from, or where whichever side you've turned your head. So mm. keep that in mind. I gotcha. prefer to play PUBG as if I'm Stevie Wonder. Okay, <laughs> I just want to roam the countryside. I want to hope. Hopefully, I'll find a piano so I can actually entertain somebody. That's about it. Was well, that on the back <laughs> of a Pepsi truck? I mean, come on, <laughs> you got the right one, baby. Uh huh. Uh huh. <laughs> yeah. Okay. All right. So, number two thing that very that that, that just that just bugs me. All right, the guns. The guns are complicated, dude. I mean, the loot in this game, specifically the weapons, is very complicated. I mean, when you pick up a shotgun, you would think that it would just be point and shoot, right? Wrong. You have to find chokes and bullet loops and other shit to go with it. And long-range weapons? Don't even get me started. 2X, 4X, 8X scopes, quick-draw mags, stabilizers, the list goes on. I get that some people like realism in their games, but holy shit, dude, that's a lot of realism. I mean... Oh, sorry to interrupt you again. Moo. All right. <laughs> Listen, there's also a 15x scope. Um, comes out of a loot box, the crates that drop from the sky. Oh, I thought you was about to say it falls out of your ass when you do like something. <laughs> no, no. Unfortunately, something already fell out of my ass because your voice keeps coming through on the speakers. But anyways, <clears throat> I digress. I got well, nothing really harsh, man. to say about this comment except for... um. Grow a pair. Pick up the gun. <laughs> no, shoot yeah, it. I'm with Scott. I'm with Scott on this topic. There's too much crap to pick up. And then I'm like, somebody's watching me after they got killed, and they're watching me like, don't look down to pick up your stuff. You gotta look up. Don't look down. Well, you hit, I'm like, I can't. I'm not trying. I mean, I can't do two things. You gotta hit tab on, for the vicinity loot, and it's right there on your and screen. Then, you can keep looking up in case somebody's dead on your squad, and they can actually say, hey, there's somebody about to shoot you right in your face. So. Then I get all this crap in my inventory that I don't even know if I need this crap. Like, I'm just, 
Throw you, stuff away. You only drag what you pills. want. You only drag what I'm you want. I'm sitting thinking, I wish I could really take these pills. Uh, yeah, no doubt. Could've. I could enjoy this game. <laughs> oh, my God. I guess you could drink before playing. I mean, that might make you a little wobbly. <laughs> yeah, that, I'm with you on that, Scott. Realism, too much on that. Too much. Yeah, I mean, you know, it's just crazy. Well, I don't know, but, you know, to, some people. You get turned to the blood green or blue, whatever the hell those colors are that people are using to cheat. And then other countries right. that outlaw blood in the game. Mm, yeah, yeah. And see, there's, uh, but there's some people in the world, some people that play these games like this that that want the difficulty and the realism I and like the, the grindy stuff. I just, I can't. What's that? I don't it's know. not that grindy. I mean, you just gotta find either find shit or you don't. And then, unfortunately, you're at the mercy of the the spawn ratios and spawn mm, area. Yeah. That's true. That's true. I'm usually at the mercy of the five people I land here and they cut my throat. <laughs> and they probably just shoot you or, you know, bludgeon yeah, you I'm to dead death. immediately. If there's, if there's at least one person that's not on my team in the area, they're going to kill me. I guarantee <laughs> yep. you. That's right. That's what it is. Okay, so now on to point number three for PUBG, all right? So the third thing, and this really chaps my ass, okay, is cheaters, right? So... Yes, this is a problem in almost every game ever. I understand that. But I hate the fact that my squad can roll up on this dude and put enough bullets in him to kill a few elephants, and the guy just looks at us and shoots into the sky and we all fall down. Sure, that person can be reported, but we're all still dead and having to start over. Dude, that shit sucks. All right? Well. And I think all of you can agree. I said, I think all of us can agree on cheaters suck, right? Cheaters suck, yeah, in any game. There are um, certain countries that are cracking down on this. I think Korea, um, if they develop the cheats and then are using the cheats, of course, they can like go to jail and be fined and shit. So, if uh, we did that everywhere and people were actually track, you know, trackable, which is sometimes hard to do because a lot of people use VPNs and different things like that. And, um, it's just a big mess, and the anti-cheat software or whatever the hell they're using doesn't really work that often or work that well, and you see where they do all of these updates to the game, so then it puts your legit players out of the game for, I don't know, overnight, uh, so you have to go find something else to do, so it's ridiculous. Well, see, that's, that's, that's the point, you know, the cheaters, they... Cheaters ruin the whole game for everybody. It ain't just, you know, for a handful of folks. But anyway, so those are the those are the three things for each game that I just really that really kind of get under my skin. But now all those being said, these games are very popular. They're fun to play. I mean, I agree. I mean, I I, I tell you I do enjoy playing them. I like Fortnite better than PUBG in some instances, but they're both fun in their own right. You know, I like the whole battle Royale modes. They're, they're just, it's, it's just really cool. I mean, granted I die a lot. Okay. Because I mean, I really don't play them enough to get really, you know, super good at it, but they're fun games. I, I, I mean, I can't, it it was kind of hard for me to find, you know, stuff to be ticked off about in either one of them. But, you know, I, I enjoy playing. I get mad when nobody uses their microphones. Okay. We know you have a microphone, kid. Speak into it. 
Um, also, right. if someone in your group is speaking and calling out stuff and trying to communicate where you can have a better gaming experience, you don't make fun of their accents. You don't try to trigger them. Stop being a douchebag. <laughs> so, what happened, bud? Somebody make fun of you for being from the south? Oh, I'm I am a redneck, apparently, <laughs> um, and a hick. Somebody called me um, another uh, slur, but it, it wasn't even like the person was so dumb they didn't even know what they were saying. Okay. Wow. Um, I'll tell you guys a, a little bit later when we're not recording uh, what they said. But it does not refer to anyone from the South, okay? Um, and if they had known what they were saying, because they said it over and over and over. And the people I was in a group with, because I think it was we was like three deep, and then we had a random person. And they called yeah. me something just totally not related to my any of my ethnic background at all. So I'm like, are you dumb? You know, I'm just, you know, it's just whatever. Oh, yeah. There's some dumb people out there. Ignorance is not bliss, people. Read a book. It's, it's not, <laughs> especially in PUBG and Fortnite. Now, with PUBG and Fortnite being very similar to games, what do you guys think the other one does better than, one does better than the other? Well, in Fortnite, you can use your auto run and it will let you glide Instead of you having to hold the fucking W key, okay? Or push forward on your control stick. PUBG, you still can't do that. Also, with, well, it's it's kind of hard to do in PUBG because it's not a glider. It's not like an instant thing. But Fortnite lets you use your glider, and then you can put it up and still skydive. With a parachute, I understand it's a, it's a one-time thing there. So, you know, it's whatever. But I guess they could let you, like, cut the parachute and then the, use the reserve because those aren't attached to, to my knowledge. I don't know because I have no idea about skydiving. I, I like the uh, I like the Fortnite because it's um, I don't know the and this is just an aesthetic thing for me. I, I like the, the the bright colors and the 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 style of graphics that they use. It's really nice. So, and then and the, was that the Unreal Engine? I think. I, I think so. I believe that's right. Yeah. The Unreal Engine. And then um, I like the uh, the pace of Fortnite. It's a lot more um, it's a lot more fast paced than uh, PUBG is. PUBG is is kind of gives I don't know. There's more time involved somehow. It feels like, and maybe it's just a subjective thing. I don't know. But I enjoy the pace of Fortnite a lot better, and it's I don't know. It's just. Uh, yeah, I'm with you on that with the pace of Fortnite. I, compared to PUBG, it's just it's a lot faster. Fortnite, they do push you um, further, quicker. Get, and you get more, you can play, I mean, I, I know it's more because there's probably 42 million people playing the game, but you do get into matches quicker, you get, there's just a lot of stuff happens faster. You grab a gun, it's time to go. You got bullets in it, you don't have to do anything to it, you just go find more loot if you can, and... You know, I thought I had a lot more fun playing Fortnite than I did PUBG, and I actually enjoyed PUBG the times I have played it. Yeah, the Fortnite in the lobby, once it fills up, it's like, I think it gives you six or seven seconds or less. Um, yeah. And then, then you're automatically on the bus. Uh, with PUBG, even if the lobby is almost full, it takes one minute, a total of 60 seconds, to tick down. Then get you on the plane, 
And then you got to figure out where you're going to jump. And if your teammates have a voice, or if they can speak, or if they can hear, or if they even give a shit. Uh, and then you got to pick a place. Then you got to actually land together. It's, it's uh, with Fortnite, you can, I mean, with both games, you can land separate of each other if you're good. And you, and you find weapons. But at the same time, it's, uh, it's a big mess in either one if you, you know, land away from your team because you could get taken out easily and you're not doing your squad uh, any good. So you guys would say, I, I know I would say that Fortnite's definitely a far superior game at this point. Um, yeah. Well, it just depends. I mean, if you, it just depends on what type of fluidity you'd like in a game. PUBG is fine with me because you can do some crazy shit in there and have fun with it as long as you're not with a bunch of stiffs, you know. And just right, get super serious. Right. So if you play PUBG or Fortnite with me, I'm I'm really serious guy. So if you don't want to be serious about the game, it's probably not uh, the best way to spend your time. <laughs> um, that I can attest to, ladies and gentlemen. Because I can attest to that. I like to win. Um, I don't I don't play games to lose. I don't know of anybody that does. So I do. Yeah. Well, that's we'll say that's we the can, same. We can I, tail over that ocean horn game. You know. Hey, hey, I beat that oh. game. But oh, you finally, you know. Let me go buy some supplies 3,000 times. Because yeah. I don't ever give up, baby. Yeah. But anyway, uh, I'm the same way with you as you, Zach, except the opposite. You know what I mean? I, if you want to play a game and don't matter, it doesn't matter if you lose. It doesn't matter. I'm like, just chill about it. I'm, I used to not be like that, I'll admit. Back in the Halo 2 days. Um, oh, this, oh God, this guy man. right here wanted to <laughs> hit me with a television because... I reamed him with the sword over and over and made fun of him. Yeah. Yeah, it was not good. It's not a good situation. He, it was a land party. If I didn't if I didn't need that TV to keep playing Halo 2, it would have been over his head. So it's like me that. me and my buddy Kane, I guess. I think it was Chris and uh, Shane, Sugar Shane. Um, Sugar Shane. And Wade and his brother Adam uh, were on yep, teams. Yep, so we had three yep. Xboxes hooked up. Everybody had their own TV. And I just kept wrecking people with that sword. It was insane. And Chris was pissed like the entire time. And then when I just make fun of him, it just set him set him over the edge. Yeah. And then he was he was making my fuse much shorter every second. Oh, I lit that shit up with some lighter fluid. I don't even care. So I had that's why I don't take these games serious anymore. I have to just relax on them now because I seriously will probably pop a vessel if I take them serious. Um, but it's fun. I liked. I did play Fortnite. A little bit last week, and I did enjoy it. So I think fart. I think Fortnite is a better experience for me, at least. I thought it was a much better experience as far as being able to, you know, get in there and play. And I enjoyed that you could just pick up a gun. It had the ammo in it and stuff. And I, the environment and the graphics are just beautiful in that game. I love the way it looks. I think that it's an excellent, an excellent job with the graphics. It just, it's just beautiful. Like I was watching your video, Destro, with you were in that store. And and it, you were owning those guys, but I was sitting there just looking at the store. I'm like, oh my god, that is so cool looking, you know. You know what's funny about just, that store? That is a survivalist store. If you didn't notice, like all the tents and shit in there. Yeah, um, got, yeah. those guys were not survivalists. Okay. No, they did not survive. They uh, they made they were led to their death in a survival. Story. What was cool about that game? Uh, I actually ended up with like eight kills. I seen a llama that was stuck in the side of a mountain. Which the other video was uh, llama late for something. Uh, was from that same game, 
and um, I ended up going, I got to the end, I got second in the whole match, no, third in the whole match, like, my squad was dead, it was just me after, like, the first, I don't know, four minutes, uh, my squad was dead, and uh, so I got to a certain point, and I ended up getting sniped, because I was shooting at somebody else, and he, of course, he had a teammate just sitting there camping like a little bitch, but, you know, it's whatever, you know, that's what they do, so, anyways, if you guys have some uh, some pointers, some tips, some comments about uh, Fortnite or, you know, I don't know, PUBG, just let us know. Because we're about to go take a break. Um, I, need a, I need a nap. <laughs> yeah, he's, he's getting old, so he, he needs to lay down. <laughs> yeah, and after uh, Zach's nap, guys, we're going to come back and talk about a future game that's coming out in 2019. A little game called Anthem. So stick around, guys, and we'll see you after this commercial break. Okay, gamers, Chris here again. Did you know you could get a curated bundle of games worth over $100 for just 12 bucks a month? It's true, and Humble Monthly does just that. Use our partner link, tiny.cc slash Horton Grimm. Click on the monthly tab and sign up today. If you're a first-time buyer, you will receive 10% off your first purchase. Don't worry, they don't send you worthless games. No siree. Each game is selected based on user reviews on Steam. Only positive-reviewed games qualify. Remember, use our humble link, tiny.cc slash Horton Grimm, to check out Humble Monthly today to get awesome games, support charity, and support this podcast. Now, back to the show. All right, gamers, welcome back from the break. Thank you for hanging there with us. And now we're about to start our third segment. We're going to talk about a future game that will be released in early 2019. According to their website, it's going to be released on the PlayStation 4, Xbox One, and the PC. The developer's Bioware. The publisher is Dum 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 EA. Lootbox. EA. And, <laughs> of course, this game is called Anthem. This is a big, huge deal of a game for ea and it has been delayed from it was supposed to be released in the fall 2018 and now it's been pushed back to the early 2019 and we can start off by talking about the negative aspect of why it got pushed back and that is the microtransactions and loot boxes that ea ea got themselves in some hot water over battlefront 2 so <laughs> yeah a little bit. <laughs> yeah, I'd say they did. They, hot tub. Uh, hot tub. <laughs> they, they, boiled, were... they boiled their peanuts real well on that deal. Oh, yes. They did a very good job of that. And they, I believe, got scared because Anthem, I, you know Anthem had that stuff all in it. You know Anthem had oh, that yeah. stuff all in it. Being an online game that sort of like Destiny, you know. Also like gonna have... uh, The Division as well. So, I mean, yep. those two... Yeah, I mean that's a lot of yeah. lot of loot gear, you know, random drops, uh, you know, different types of uh, tiers of the weapons and shit. So that's whatever. Oh yeah, so it's 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 a big game for EA. They're gonna they they've put a lot of money into this game, so they do not want it uh, misfiring like Battlefront Two did. So those are something we're definitely gonna be keeping an eye on. I know because I know all three of us are interested in playing this game. And oh yeah. I'm definitely going to be in this game. I don't know one way or another. Because I literally did not 
even give Battlefront to any consideration as soon as I found out about the loot boxes and pay to win stuff. Yeah, dude, yeah. I didn't even, I didn't even, I didn't buy I didn't either one. Of buy I didn't buy the first one, one. Um, because I played the beta. Well, yeah, the beta of the first one. The first one didn't even have any kind of story mode or anything. See, for me, as a gamer right now, I would like, I'd rather have the story mode in it. Uh, I don't really care too much about. Well, especially for a stuff. Star Wars, you know. Oh yeah, no doubt. Now this game anthem right here, I'm excited about the open world stuff. Uh, hopefully there will be some PvP as well. I mean, hopefully they do it right. But you know, yep. it's whatever. Maybe they'll do a battle royale. That'd be sick. Well, the one thing that gives me hope about this game is Bioware is involved. Yeah. And they've made some really awesome games: Nice Old Republic, Mass Effect. You know, they've done a lot of cool games that have great storylines and. You know, good mechanics, things of that nature. Yeah. And and with this game, I think that's the one hope I have for Anthem is that Bioware is taking it and putting those elements into it, making it an awesome story mode. Uh, that's one of the complaints I had about Destiny myself. I didn't Destiny had some story to it, but to me, I know Scott, I know you enjoyed it a lot well, more than me. But the the first Destiny game, see the thing I, the, it had story and lore, but the problem with that for me was that the only way to get the story was not in the game, but from the lore cards and and whatever else, you had to actually go hunt it up on their website or find the card in game or something. And you, it didn't actually tell the story. You just kind of got dropped in the middle of a war zone and you went out and did whatever missions they gave you. That was the main problem I had. I mean, it didn't even really have a campaign mode. It was just running raids and running dungeons and whatever else there's a lot of uh grinding grinding and out type of stuff yeah which is not not fun at all and i think anthem that's what i hope i think it looks pretty cool based off the trailer of uh, the gameplay trailer mm-hmm. it the third person view looks really cool the uh, monsters and stuff are insane on this game the yep. graphics are amazing i mean the environment is stupid cool reminds me a lot of halo games Especially Halo 2, where you're in lots of the jungle areas and things like that. And Halo 1 as well had a lot of those. Right. And I just think this game really reminds me of that kind of feel. And that's the reason I'm excited about Anthem. But it's going to have quests. It's going to have storyline missions. It's going to have a central hub in a town. So, I mean, it, it definitely has a lot of good things going for it on paper. You know. Yeah, oh yeah. I mean, what what's... I mean, just based on the gameplay demo that they released, I mean it. It just it just looks ridiculously awesome as far as the the way the graphics are and and I mean it's just I don't know if they if they can follow through and actually do what they have shown on their their trailers and their gameplay release that they had. I mean, it'll just be it'll be it'll be awesome. It'll definitely outdo Destiny or any of those games in my opinion because it just looks it just looks great i just hope they don't screw it up i mean right yeah there's I mean, a lot of a lot of room for error here if they don't do it correctly so yeah you know they're gonna have uh different types of you know armor and things of that nature you're gonna have uh it's gonna be like each suit's customizable obviously and i guess i guarantee that's where micro transactions were gonna come in big yeah i think the big struggle yeah. is gonna also be their um co-op system or how many people can be in a group? You only have four people, um, right? In a group and a lot of people uh, around here have more than three friends. 
So give us bigger groups games. I mean, what's 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 holding you back? I mean, it shouldn't be that hard. Yeah, I definitely agree with that. I mean, it would be awesome to get five to ten people in a group just going crazy. Uh, flying around because the exosuits can fly and stuff and it just it's really from the gameplay footage i saw it's real smooth when you're landing and stuff it's all like mm. really smooth you boom you land boom you can take off again you can swim in the water it, it looks beautiful it's crazy it's kind of like avatar too like the movie avatar mm -hmm. yeah. it does look pretty good as far as the big um uh, animals and things like that in it. And one of the things about that, it being open world and what they, you know, it's going to have any of the creatures in the world will attack you at random. I mean, if you you get too close to them or or whatever. I mean, if you if you saw the tra if you saw the gameplay, you know, it's there's one part where your the character lands on this uh, this rock outcropping or whatever, and there's this big humongous thing attacking other animals and throwing them around, and then it sees you and it runs at the player, you know, and then right, you're able to, you know, you're able to jump off the thing and fly away. I mean, that's that's pretty cool. You don't have to go into combat if you don't want to, but if you wanted to, your suit would have the ability to, I don't know, possibly take on whatever comes at you. But I just, it looks really, it looks like it's going to be fun. I was that game we played that kind of similar to this, I guess, where you would, um, I guess, you were drilling. Uh, for stuff like ore and stuff, and then all the creatures would come about the ground and shit. Uh, what was that called? That was called uh, Firefall. Yeah, That's Firefall. The name of that game. Um, I really enjoyed mm -hmm. the gameplay on that. Uh, the only thing that bothered me the most is you had to actually buy like the motorcycles and different stuff like that, yep. which kind of sucked. Yeah, you know. Yeah that that game if you if you hadn't had to buy things to be able to use them, then I mean, and this is real money buy. It wasn't something that you could you know, get in-game currency for. The only way to get the in-game currency was to actually spend real money on it to get enough to be able to purchase the stuff. You know what's sad? I don't even think you can still play that game anymore. No, I think that game's actually dead, you believe well, me? Well, no, like, you I, can't, I don't even think you can, like, download it. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's, yeah, it, shuts, it's, it it's, shut down July 6th, looks like. Yeah. So. They, they had a really good concept, a really good game there, and they just killed it. I guess Red Five Studios are they still in business? I uh, I don't know, but let's, let's take a look. Heard if EA Sports, I mean, if EA Sports, if EA bought them, they're not. <laughs> uh, well, you know, EA owns Bioware, right? <laughs> yeah, I know, right? Surprised Bioware's hanging on. Oh there, my right? god! Well, you know, they they basically all but shut down the one in Canada, didn't they? Right. I don't know. Oh, I just remember another thing I watched in that game trailer: the weather effects in that game. Uh, you mm -hmm. cannot go to Red Five Studios website, by the way. There was wow! A, yeah, there was a um, it's missing. There was a I think at the right, right at the end of the gameplay trailer, there was this huge tornado looking thing that they were about to go into. Yeah, what did they call it? It was a shaper storm, right? Yeah, shaper storm, and it was just debris flying everywhere, wind just gusting and swirling and in and out. It was crazy looking. Yeah, from what I gather, it's supposed to be like. A just a random world event, sort of like the public events that you can use, you can play in, uh, in destiny two or destiny one also, I think. Okay. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's going to be pretty interesting. With those big storms coming, it's going to make you crap your pants. Okay. Oh yeah. Yeah. You're, you're going to crap your pants big time. I saw it on the game and I was watching it in 4k on the trailer. And it's, it's like, oh, I hope it'd be cool if they put that in VR. 
Yeah. But, uh, well, I mean, I don't know how you'd play it VR. You wouldn't be able to, but they may need to make one for me to play on oh, VR. Okay. PlayStation 4, let's do it. <laughs> yeah. Do it for me, guys. Chris Horton, that's me. Do it. Come on, EA. Yeah. You're delayed it for another year anyway. You got time to throw a little VR thing together for me. <laughs> well, I was just, uh, you know, that being an open world game, exploration is going to be a big part of it. I mean, you know, just based on the, the gameplay stuff we saw, it was... Um, they they discovered a new area in the map or whatever, and you got ex, you got experience points for uncovering the map. And then also there's going to be um, like a there's a crafting system that's in place to be able to you know manufacture your weapons or upgrades or or you know for your armor suit and stuff like that. So you know they're gonna it's it's. It looks to be like you said on paper. It looks to be like it would. It's just going to be just a super awesome game as as long as it doesn't just you know shoot itself in the foot before it gets started. Good. Yeah, we'll see. I mean, it is an EA game, so it could happen. You know, luckily for them, they do have Bioware on the case, so that's definitely going to be cool story. Uh, I know the. Uh, What's the writer of this game? His name is Drew Carpetian. I think it's what we have in our notes here. Drew Carpetian? 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 Something like that. Carpetian? Yeah, Carpetian. And he was one of the writers of Knights Over Public, Mass Effect 1 and 2. So, I mean, it's definitely got some talent behind the story, too. So Right. I'm excited yeah. about it. I really am. I think it's a big, if this game turns out the way it should, me and you two... We'll be playing the heck out of this game. I'm yeah. telling you. Oh, no doubt. No doubt. That's as long as it comes out and it's it's you know, like they're billing it, then it should be it should be, you know, one of the best AAA games of next year. So And yeah, we'll um, have to we'll have to see how it turns out. Yeah. But I mean we've uh we've touched on it a little bit earlier, but uh, you know, because it's coming out it's being published by EA, I mean it, there's definitely the threat of possible microtransaction loot boxes that kind of crap but they they keep saying that you know they've learned from their mistake and they're not going to do that again with this game and they're expecting it to be like a i don't know they called it a like a i think some one of them called it like a 10 year journey or something you know they're supposed to be it's supposed to be there and and live and 10 year journey yeah it's like 10 years man's what they're what they're Billing it for, you know, for Anthem. Saying. Yeah, I mean, it's supposed to be like a, not. It's not going to take ten years for it to come out. Well, it's no, be, but I'm saying they they're going to have enough content. Yeah, they're going to keep developing and 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 adding to it as it goes. So you're telling me that EA, Bioware, people that have been failing recently, are going to put out a game that's going to last? I don't know some comparison of like World of Warcraft. Yeah, that's what they're saying, man. That's what they're saying they're looking at. That's what they're hoping for. That's right. That's what I'm saying, what I mean by that. That's what they're looking at. That's what they're trying to want to try to they do. They better get some people from Blizzard. Like, hire some people from Blizzard's all I can tell you. <laughs> I don't know. Blizzard had a hand in Destiny 2, and it didn't go well either. Well, no, Blizzard was just like, eh, we'll, we'll help you get set up on the multiplayer stuff, you know, because of the servers and things. Well, it was it was that, and mainly mainly just for the PC release. I think it wasn't necessarily for the Xbox. There's been a lot of screw ups by some major publishers lately. I'm just telling you, they're, they're, yeah, they're 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 really pooping their pants here. Please, oh, let's yeah. get a 
new, I don't know what's called, Blackthorn game. That's what I want to see, Blackthorn. <laughs> oh, yeah, okay. no doubt. I'm going to write that down when it never happens. Give, give me Blackthorn. And... That's all I want to write. All right. Or a new Death and Return of Superman. That would Death be awesome. and Return of Superman would be sick. Just do, don't make it like the Nintendo 64 version, please. Thank you. Yeah, we'll be That's talking about, about that. that. We'll be talking about that in a future podcast. I can promise you that. Well, guys, I think, I think we have really told a good story about Anthem here. What do you guys think? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. It's pretty decent. I think we covered it's, Anthem pretty well. I mean, there's there. not a lot out there to talk about for Anthem as far as, I mean, we could speculate all day. So, yeah, oh yeah. I mean, it's um, very, very limited, very limited information. Yeah, so once more once more stuff's available, hopefully we'll get some kind of beta keys uh, to play this thing. And yeah, oh, definitely. To, you know they'll be out there. To get, uh, you know, like a gameplay video up, maybe even a... Um, a beta stream or something that would be nice yeah yeah that'd be great oh we'll definitely do something and we'll, we'll once the anthem more information comes out guys we'll we'll keep you updated here on horton brothers grim don't you worry about that we're gonna bring it up again as more information is released because e3 will be coming up in a few months so there'll be more stuff coming out for anthem i'm guaranteeing that and then guess what nothing will come out because that's guaranteed but that's just <laughs> oh whatever when new information's there, we'll talk about it here, guys. So make sure you check back with us. EA, I guarantee you, you got to do it, guys. Get in there. Sorry, but yeah. you got to do it now. I've already guaranteed it for everybody. Yes, let us know things. <laughs> well, I'll tell you what, guys. This has been a fun first podcast. I hope uh, you both have enjoyed it as much as I have because I've had a great time. Oh, yeah, man. It's been fun. I, I've enjoyed this. This is... Uh... It's pretty cool. I had a great time. You guys want to play some Fortnite? I do. Know. I've got some sleep to do. I don't oh. want to reach tonight. <laughs> but, uh, guys, this will be the end of our first podcast. We really do appreciate you hanging in there with us today. Uh, before we give you our outros, don't forget to leave this a five-star rating on your iTunes app. Or, you know, give it a thumbs up on whatever podcast app or system you're using. So make sure you give it a thumbs up. Spread the word if you really enjoyed this today. So we, we really appreciate that. It helps us out so much. And again, remember, on the iTunes, you can just write whatever you want to in the box. You can write, Zach sucks at Fortnite. You can... <laughs> please please put, don't put that. You can put in there, Scott's scorn is scripted. It's whatever you want to write in the comments, guys. <laughs> or you can put it's that... Uh, no, nah, I'm not going to say that. It's too mean. <laughs> well, before Zach gets too mean, guys, I just want to let you know... You can find me on YouTube at Bang Bang Potato. Just search Bang Bang Potato and you will find us on there. I do live streams Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday. So come check me out. And also you can find me on Twitter at Bang Bang Potato One. That's the number one at Bang Bang Potato One. At Bang Bang Potato One. I messed For up. Twitter? Is that That's Twitter? At Bang Bang Potato One. That's my Twitter. That's Twitter. Yeah, I just said that too many times. But so, Scott, <laughs> can you tell us where we can find you? Tweet to Twitter. <laughs> Let us know what you think. And also, oh, oh, we we actually have a Twitter for this podcast too, guys. Yeah. Well. Oh you yeah. Want to tell them later. Yeah. Um, it's something. What was it? I don't know. I'll find it. Yeah. Well, y'all go ahead, Scott. Tell us where you can find you on the internet <laughs> while I'm looking at it. Well, you can find videos on my YouTube channel. It is called The Games of Death. Death is spelled D-E-T-H because 
I'm strange like that. And uh, anyway, very strange. Uh, my name is screen name is Death Dealer. Just uh, stop by, give me a drop me a like, watch some videos. Um, also, I believe my Twitter feed is at Death Dealer. D e t h d e a l o r at Death Dealer. Anyway, that's where you can find me. And Zach, what about you, my friend, my brother, my blood brother? Where can we find you on the internet there? Depending on the time of day, uh, well, I can be in the bed. Um, <laughs> oh, you want on my YouTube. It is Genova Destro is the channel, of course. Uh, there is a space in Genova Destro on YouTube. Uh, you spell it with a G. And, of course, if you don't know who Destro is, then uh, you need to watch G.I. Joe. And then on Twitter, you can find me at Genova Destro, all one word. And send me some tweets. I mean, I, I'll send some stuff out every once in a while. I'm not very active on Twitter, but hey, I'd like to be. How's that sound? Sound good? Hit me up. Sounds great. Hit him up, people. He wants to hear from you. Wake him up from his nap, okay? Talk to him. All right, and also our Twitter account for our podcast is at Horton Grimm, at Horton G-R-I-M-M. So, guys, check us out there. There'll be plenty of tweets going on once... These podcasts start releasing. I will be putting things out there to tell you where you can find them. Of course, you probably already found them by hearing this, so that's good. (laughs) Sometimes he's redundant. I am very redundant, but that's okay. Tell your friends about our podcast, guys. Thank you so much for joining us today. I hope you enjoyed. We really appreciate it. And this is where we say our goodbyes in an awkward manner. (laughs) Adios. Uh, Later. Bye-bye. Goodbye, guys. Peace. Uh, uh, Yeah, see ya. (laughs) Yeah, that's... Bye. Bye.